So basically you are energy. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. And so you um, you have a unique purpose. Your guides, you kind of have a contract with them, so to speak. You attract these helpers before you're born so you can they can help you master the lessons that you've come to learn this lifetime. Hello and welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection and connectedness on this podcast, our connection with everything in the world around us. Whether you see it or not, we're all connected, and it doesn't matter if it's our dog, our cat, our god, our body, and I'll also talk about some more abstract connections like our career or our land, our community, our emotions, your body. Life is all about connection, so the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can have an easier, more meaningful life. I will talk about these connections through different lenses, things like synchronicities and coincidences, or just everyday little bits of magic and miracles that we we usually dismiss. It's really important that we pay attention to all of this so we can live an easier, more meaningful life. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karen Cleveland. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm super excited to introduce my guest today. She's an associate of mine. Melissa Kitto is a certified spiritual coach and workshop facilitator. She has over 30 years experience in the field of spiritual growth and development. She teaches practical tools to help develop your intuition, connect with your guides, and live your unique life purpose. Welcome to the show, Melissa. It's great to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you about this today because a lot of people, you know, will dig into it, but need help knowing how to connect with with some guidance and living a life purpose. So why don't you give us just a little bit of story about how you got started into it and if this has been a lifetime um, journey or if it started later in life, whatever, what, how, how did you get here today? Yeah. So for me, it did start early on. I was, you know, I had some mystical experiences when I was about four or five years old, but I kind Mm -hmm. of put them out of my mind because my parents told me you're making it up. It's just your imagination, (laughs) you know, but my real journey started around when I was 12 years old. My mother at that time had, was really searching for herself. And so she started telling me some of the things that she was learning about spirituality, guides, intuition, past oh. lives, all the things. But I was 12. I was nearly a teenager. It all sounded a little strange to me. I wasn't sure about this, but I think I was curious. So when she asked if I wanted to have a session to learn about my angels and my intuition, I said yes. Mm. And during that session, which is the same thing I now do for my clients, um, I learned a technique to communicate with my angels. And I still didn't really expect anything to happen. I didn't know if this was even real. And I had in that moment an experience that I couldn't deny was not me. I felt I could sense that we live in two worlds at one time. I could see the table and chairs in front of me in the material world, but I could also feel like I tapped into the spiritual connection and it felt just as real as, you know, the, the physical room. So that was sort of now what I would describe as a spiritual awakening. I didn't realize that at the time. 
And that really set me on a path in my teenage years of just really searching, taking a lot of classes and reading a lot of books and learning how to, you know, develop my own gifts, knowing that I have a unique life purpose. And for me, you know, having a connection with my guides helped me to make those decisions that are big turning points in our life. You know, I left my home country of New Zealand. I first moved to England. I then moved to the United States. All of those things that feel really scary and risky. But I, you know, because I had that spiritual connection, I was able to, you know, do those things with trust. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Uh, To go through your teenage years like that. So I have a couple of questions about that. One, what about your friends? Did they think you were weird? Did you not have friends or were you able to find people that thought that was cool or how did that go? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a great question. I was in the spiritual closet. I didn't tell anybody okay. I was doing okay. this. Yeah. yeah. The only person I told was a boyfriend. And I mean, he wasn't really interested in himself, but he was fine for me to do it. And yeah, but other than that, I at that time I was really scared of oh, anybody knowing about this stuff. I'm sure, right? Yeah, and so that was a big thing I had to heal within myself. And now I'm on YouTube and talking about it all day long. Yeah. It's amazing how you know when you heal a block like that, it can really open some doors. Yeah, yeah. And then, so you had mystical experiences at four or five years old, and I know you have a child, and I'm sure you have other children in your life. Do you feel like you're more open to what they're saying, you know, to what their experiences might be? Yeah. And my son has always known that he's a soul and he's always known that he has guidance. And when he was little, he would tell stories about past lives and just as a matter of fact conversation. I think to be honest, I was a little too fascinated and wanting him to say things (laughs) that he sometimes just didn't. But I think that, you know, he has that foundation and a big kind of value for me and how I work with my clients and how I raise my son is, you know, you have your own unique life purpose. And it's about getting in touch with your own heart's desires and making your own decisions because so much of the way that we're raised in this society is everybody else telling you what to do. You know, we lose touch with that inner guidance. Exactly, exactly. So speaking of getting in touch with our inner guidance, Um, how does a person do that? How do you recommend, you know, the listeners if they don't know, or if they don't really even know what spirit guides are, can you just do like a brief explanation or a long one either way? Yes. So basically you are energy. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. And so you, um, you have a unique purpose, your guides, you kind of have a contract with them so to speak you attract these helpers before you're born so you can they can help you master the lessons that you've come to learn this lifetime they've kind of graduated from planet earth level they don't need to come back here but they're still mastering themselves by being a guide or a helper to you but they just have a little more experience in some areas so they we live in two worlds at one time We live in the physical world and the spiritual world. You are a spiritual being having a physical experience, but your guides aren't really part of the physical world. 
they don't have a physical body. So the way to connect with them is through your own spiritual abilities. So it means that you need to be in touch with that and develop that within yourself. And a lot of us, I still struggle with this sometimes, right? A lot of us are way more in our head. Mm. We basically have two parts to our nature, the intellect and the feelings. Your feeling nature is the real you as a soul. And it's the part of you that is very sensitive and senses energy and feels things and knows things. You know, you can get premonitions, you can get hunches, but we're so used to being in our intellect that a lot of people talk themselves out of that, don't trust it, think it's weird, wrong, right? And so the first step is to learn to pay attention to what's already there because it's not actually something new that you need to learn, right? It's already you as a being, right? So mm. it's learning to, what am I feeling? What am I sensing? What am I picking up? There's actually four spiritual gifts that we have. And a person will have one of those that's their primary. Oh. And okay. that's one of the things I do in a consultation for people to help them to know which one is their primary gift. Oh, really? So okay. vision, yeah. So if you're visionary, like I am, I'm always getting a lot of pictures. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing people's faces that I need to contact or something like that. You know, if you're more clear audience or intuitive, it's hearing guidance. I'm probably, mm. you're probably higher in that one, I would guess. <laughs> um, words popping in your mind. You need to understand things. Prophetic people just know things without being told and they're really sensing energies and knowing hmm. and feeling type people are, you know, their feelings, they have those gut hunches and they're the ones that are really, really sensitive to feeling, you know, what everybody else is feeling in the environment. Right. Okay. So that's wow. through these avenues, we have our own gifts too but we need to sense and pick up that guidance and it will just kind of pop in your mind out of nowhere when your right. angels are contacting you. So, so you just said angels and you talked about spirit guides. Are they one in the same? Yeah. So I kind of use those words interchangeably really. Okay. The idea is that these are master souls and you have a personal team. So in my work, I really help people with that personal team and we're not talking about contacting archangels or, you know, gods or goddesses or anything like that. Well, I'm just really helping you with your personal team. So whether you decide to call them guides or angels or helpers, I don't think it really matters. Okay. <laughs> but okay. it's like you have those guides that are there for you. you okay. Know? Are there things that, that they do help us with versus things that they can't help us with? You know, are there limitations on the guidance? There are some, you know, there's kind of this these ethics <laughs> that they work with. The big thing that they can really help us with is they can see things that we can't see because they're not part of planet Earth energy. It's like they have a bird's eye view on our life. So they can help us to be in the right place at the right time to do oh. the things that are in alignment with your purpose. And, you know, when I'm making decisions about things now, I'm often saying, okay, is this a high priority or my unique life purpose? Or is it a medium priority? And if I get from my guidance, it's a medium or a low priority. It's usually I feel obligated to do it. Somebody else is telling me to do it, but it's not really an alignment. Okay. So as you start, you know, and I teach people how to ask direct questions to speed up this process and get confirmation right away from your guides, you know, and as you work with that, you can start to see, okay, this is the roadmap for my life. These are my 
next steps. So the things they oh, oh go sorry, go go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say the things that they don't help us with is things there's some things you want to avoid. Like I think predicting the future is kind of dicey, right? Mm. And for some reason, psychics are supposed to predict the future, but the future can always change right. based on other people's free will. And they won't help, they won't interfere with another person's free will, right? So you want to find out if that person's you know, going to date you or like that just doesn't, they just won't work with that kind of thing. And they really won't tell you what to do. So if you're saying, should I do this? Tell me, they won't make your decisions for you. What they're doing is they're giving that bigger picture guidance so that you can make the best decision that you can. So how would you ask a question if if they're not going to tell you what to do? Is it going to be what's going to be the easiest outcome for this? You know, what should I do for my my highest purpose or as opposed to an exact answer? So it's the way that you phrase the question. Okay. So you're asking their opinion and then you can take or leave it as an opinion. And it's really good to first decide what is it I really want? You know, I do in my life, I phrase a lot of questions based on my unique life purpose. Uh -huh. But you could also ask, hey, if you have a, a business goal, you want to get 10 new clients or um, a relationship goal, right? Like I manifested right. a partner a few years ago. And so you say, this is what I really want. Then they can help you know what is the best first step toward that that's going um, to be smooth, right. right? But the other thing is we're here to learn and grow in this lifetime. So your angels aren't going to take all your problems away and make it easy for you. <laughs> because sometimes they're actually leading you to the growth that you need, the things that you need to heal uh -huh. in order to manifest your true heart's desires. Mm -hmm. You yeah. had mentioned earlier something about them helping you be at, in the right place at the right time. So would you say they help orchestrate things like what we call coincidences? Yes. Definitely. Okay. Yes. Yes. And that's when a lot of people start coming to me is they're saying, I'm seeing, I'm having coincidences all the time. I keep seeing number sequences and having dreams. Like it's like when we're ready for this spiritual path, it seems to go on turbocharge. Like it's <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> right? Your angels want to get your attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, there's so much help and backing that we have that's unseen. And so when you start to acknowledge that and trust it, it can open things up in amazing ways. Okay. Okay. Now you've talked about life purpose a couple of times and, or our soul's calling, are those one and the same? And do they change over our lifetime or do we come to earth with just one thing, one primary goal? Do you think? Yeah, it's, so it's a big topic and yes, no. we have a unique life purpose. There's actually lots of aspects to that. Okay. Um, and so this is what I help people with in my authentic and aligned program. And so we have, first of all, we have a unique spiritual vibration. And that is your essence, your uniqueness that you're here to express. And you can actually learn a statement that describes that. That's the energy that we sense in people and that we miss when they're not around. Okay. And then you have a mission. There's something that you're here to accomplish. It's that driving force. Why am I here, right? What am I here to accomplish? And I feel like that will unfold over time. 
But what I teach people, the first step is to get in touch with your desires. And Mm. that sounds simple, but for a lot of people, it's really hard to do. They don't know what they want. Yeah. Because there's so much programming from family upbringing and society and whatever else that saying this is what you should do. Exactly. But what do you want to do? Yeah. And when you start uncovering that and following it, even if it's messy and it's not perfect along the way, that is actually the path to your purpose, right? Some people think that their purpose is this elusive thing that they haven't found yet, but it's actually inside of us if we start to look within and and acknowledge it. Oh, right. That makes sense. And this is something that you can help people learn how to connect with their guides to to find that, right? So the guides yeah. can help help a person identify it? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. So your guides can direct you to it. Your guides know what your purpose is. I suppose and so, so. A lot okay. of times when, yeah. And so a lot of times when you're consulting with them, they will be answering based on that. Okay. okay. Yeah. And everybody's purpose is unique. So this is why we, we need to have these helpers because you can't compare yourself to anybody else. You know, your path and purpose is unique and you have to do what feels right for you. Right. I meant to ask you this before we got on air, but um, have you written any books about this or you have your courses and you do personal one-on-one work, that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I think I'm getting some signs <laughs> that I need to. I had an ebook a few years ago. It was co-written with somebody that, you know, is not what I want to put out there anymore. So it's time for a refresher to, you know, to reach more people. But yes, I've put all of that, you know, I used before COVID, I used to travel all around the world teaching workshops. And I really have understood what people's challenges can be with connecting with their angels, like they're second guessing, they're not trusting, you know, and I've put all of that experience and really simple tools um, into my communicate with angels course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that before the show, because it's like, I haven't heard that she has a book, so I need to ask about that. Well, I'll know that's coming out. Thank you for following your hunch. (laughs) And that's a great example though, of how it works. Like if I, there's a part of me that wants to put that on the shelf and not look at it, right. Human nature. But this is like the third or fourth time that somebody's mentioned that to me within a few weeks. Uh-huh. And previous to that, nobody said book to me at all. So it's like when <laughs> when things show up, they start showing up to get our attention, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, two-sided question. So two answers, I guess. But what do you wish people would stop doing, like when it comes to our purpose or connecting with our guides? And what do you wish they would do instead? Interesting, Yeah. So I think that the main challenge that people have is that they're wanting their angels to tell them what to do. Mm. And, um, and that's kind of a religious concept. A lot of religious concepts permeate our society and we don't even realize we have them. Um, And it's like somebody else is, is my boss. Somebody else needs to tell me what to do. Oh yeah. 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 And so it's like really knowing that this, yes, I, I help people connect with your guides, but really it's more about you at the end of the day, 
trusting yourself and being aware of that spiritual part of you that is so suppressed in our society. You know, it's we're starting to come back to the balance, but our society right now is way overly masculine, way overly intellectual. And the the more feminine intuitive part of us is almost seen as weak and silly, but it's actually where your power lies, right? That's what's going to create your success, your abundance, your happiness is following that part of you. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to connecting with your angels, it's like um, use that as an advisor and they are going to help you to see possibilities that you can't see for yourself. They can see things that we can't see. They're stretching us sometimes. You know, sometimes I get an answer from my guides that I don't understand and I have to just kind of sit with it. And even um, it might take a couple of weeks to understand, okay, this is why they're directing me in that direction because there's a bigger picture reason for it that I couldn't see initially. Right, right. Yeah. So sometimes think we might think we get the wrong answer or we get a crazy answer and it's just because we don't know the whole story yet, right? We don't. Exactly. I mean, how many times we had that experience where in hindsight, you see like something that seemed like a real challenge and you're just a failure. Yeah. In hindsight, you see it was exactly what needed to happen. Yeah. I'm getting okay. chills as I say that. That's another sign that your angels are around. That's a really good one for people to know about is when you feel chills or tingling or goosebumps, that's your angels kind of giving you confirmation that you're on the right track or that there's truth oh. um, occurring. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And you mentioned a lot of people seek you out when they start seeing like numbers repeating or or different patterns. So I suppose that is the guides just really saying, listen, is that what's <laughs> going on? Or because they they don't have any physical way to physically do anything, right? Like they're not not that they would shake us and say, wake up or anything like that. But so it it has to be something that makes makes us notice. Is that right? Make us makes us stand up and say, what is this all about? Yeah, I think some people need that. It's, it's like that awakening stage. You're learning to pay attention and acknowledge it and having your own experiences. Because that's why when I had that experience connecting with my angels at 12 years old, that's why it stuck with me so strongly because it was my own experience. It wasn't just my mother telling me stuff that I thought was weird. It's like, oh, okay, now I've experienced this and I can feel that it's true you know, and that's the key for people. So I think, you know, if it's just the mundane every day, you're not going to pay attention. But when I remember when I first moved into my apartment after getting divorced, it was a really big deal and a really big manifestation for me to, to do that. And the first month or two I lived in that apartment, I saw pennies everywhere. Mm. Like there was just pennies in every room. <laughs> and logically you think, who is walking through this <laughs> through this apartment throwing pennies everywhere? Yeah. So I realized that was my guides just really, you know, wanting to get my attention and to say, hey, you're in the right track. You're right where you need to be. Because it was a scary thing at the time. But, you know, I got oh. that information, you know? Yeah. 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 That, yeah, that's good. Now And now that you mentioned it, I can remember times in my life seeing things repeated when I wasn't sure I was doing the right thing. Yes. So, yeah, that's good yes. to know. 
And then the next stage is then to actually start communicating. So people are starting to connect, but they don't know how to interpret the messages. Okay. And so then, um, you know, I have a free mini course that I have where you can learn to hear a message from your angels and actually start to receive that communication directly rather than it being cryptic and confusing, (laughs) like pennies on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) When you say hear, you mean it could be visions or words or however we are, not necessarily word hearing it because you mentioned there's four spiritual gifts, right? So it might not be yeah. actual words or yeah. Well, it- everybody has all four. Okay. So in that course, I just focus on hearing because that's oh, one. Okay. Yeah. It is one that's easier to start with simply because we're used to communicating with words with people, okay. you know, so when you hear a word, it can be a little quicker and easier to pick up at first, but yes, we definitely receive messages through all four of them. And you have one that's your primary. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds, that sounds super interesting. Where do they find that course at if they're interested? Um, Yeah. So my website is communicatewithangels.com. You'll find it on there. And then um, there's also the forward slash hear your angels, (laughs) but it is right there on my website, communicatewithangels.com. Hear your angels. Okay. I just had to ask that. So if you could let everyone know, in the world, you have a message for everyone that something we need to know, we need to start doing or whatever it is, what would your message to the world be? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's that you have a unique purpose. And I know we hear those words. But if you really feel into that, to know that you are important, that your contribution is needed, there are people who need what you have, right? And this doesn't have to be standing on stage or writing a book. It can be as simple as the people that you interact with every day, right? But knowing that you have a, a mission here to accomplish and something important to share. I think mm-hmm. that we have, you know, an epidemic of low self-esteem in our world, you know, and if people can just start to realize that you are special, you are unique, your gifts are important in whatever way that you choose to share them, you know. Nice. I I believe that as well. I think you're right on. So so why don't you talk about your, uh, is it authentic to aligned? Is that what it's called your course? Yes. So it's called authentic and aligned. And I have a training through an organization called the Wayshowers College, and there are some amazing materials that I'm certified to present through that. And what I did was I pulled together the key um, tools that a person needs to know to really understand their authentic self, right? So just as I was saying, you're special, you're unique, but sometimes we don't know how we take for granted what we're good at. So in that, the first part is knowing your authentic soul self. And that includes learning that spiritual mantra, your vibration that I talked about before, what your mission and purpose is. And then some other things that the words kind of probably don't have a lot of meaning. if You don't know what it is, but it's like, what is your, we call it your policy. There's an energy that fuels you to do what you come to do. So my first policy, for example, is strength. Mm. So if I I have, that's my inner pivot at the core. If I lose my inner strength, I'm really not on a good place, 
right? And so people have different ones. Um, you learn about um, where you fit with opportunities. Are you the go-getter starter like I am? A lot mm. of entrepreneurs are that. Yeah. <laughs> or are you more a builder where you learn to refine things or consolidate it works with systems? So oh. there's all these kind of different aspects that people learn in the course through pri private sessions that I offer them. And we also have group calls where you share with each other. And then when, when you really understand and know that authentic self, then you can start aligning your work, your relationships, everything that you're involved with in the material world with your true authentic self. Mm. And because what I started seeing over and over again is that people are looking outside of themselves for answers. They're really trying to find happiness and fulfillment. Right. But what they're doing is they're saying, okay, what career am I supposed to be doing that's going to make me happy? What relationships and friends can I have that are going to make me happy? And that all of that is important, but it's only half the equation and people are totally missing the spiritual part of themselves. And so you really get to learn who you are. So then, you know, like the, I just finished this course about a month ago and there was about two or three women in there who were really looking for a new job and they were interviewing and they said, you know, now that I've been through authentic and aligned, I can see these job opportunities come up and I can say that one just isn't for me and they're not mm. going to waste their time right. because they know truly what they're good at, what they're gifted at, what's going to be fun for them. And yeah. they can then rather than going, trying. So it's like, we feel like a square peg in a round hole, right? So you're trying to move yourself and change yourself to fit the job right? rather than going, this is me. And I'm, good with me <laughs> I'm not going to change because it's who I am so what is the job that's a match for me hmm. right and we do that in relationships too I did that in my marriage I was changing myself to fit somebody else right and that just will eat you up inside over time yeah so this is what authentic and aligned helps people with and it's a process that you don't know that you don't know to really find that authentic soul self so then the things that you are involved in in your material life then become really happy and fulfilling and joyful. And that at the end of the day is what we're seeking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What we're seeking. So you, you don't even, a person doesn't even have to go down the wrong path to start with and change it time and time and time again. Right. They exactly. have a good idea of what direction to go. Yeah. And it becomes like this hamster wheel that people do like, Oh, well that job didn't make me happy. So what else can I do? Right. And yeah. they're really, they're, again, they're looking out there. And if you know your authentic self and those gifts and where you belong, where you fit your niche in life, you know, then you can just seek that opportunity. That's a good match for you. Right. Right. And when you're in your niche in life, there's this natural growth and expansion and flow that happens and life becomes fun again. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of people go, there's a cliche now of saying, I'm, I love what I'm doing so much. I can't wait to get up out of bed in the morning. And that's what people are actually looking for when they tell me they want their life purpose. Yeah. That's not your yeah. purpose. That's your niche. It's that yeah. place where you fit so that you can express your purpose and your uniqueness. Yeah. I was reading during the great resignation of the last couple of years, all these people that have resigned and either have new jobs or whatever they have, they're no more happy or perhaps a large percentage of them are um, less happy than they were prior to the great resignation. So 
yeah, we need to know what we're looking for before we actually do it, I guess. I, I yes. completely resonate with that. Yes, it's that inner work, that mm-hmm. self-understanding, right? And I've been lucky enough to learn tools that really help a person to do that. So by going through this process, you know, people come out the other side and go, okay, now I know. And there's just a, this calm that was on these women's faces when they had graduated <laughs> from the course, Um because they know who they are and they're not looking to prove anything anymore. Right. 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 Well, that's awesome. I thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being here. Tell us where to find that course at. Is that also on your website? Yeah. So you can go to communicate with angels.com forward slash authentic and aligned. Um, And there's a wait list on there right now, but I'm going to be opening up enrollment soon. So it's really good time to get on the wait list so that you can get the best you know, best pricing and the best deals on there. That Fantastic. All right. Communicate with angels. Well, thank you, Melissa Kitto. It's been a pleasure. I love learning about some of this and I, I will look forward perhaps talking at a deeper level someday about some of the more of the soul's purpose and such, but anyhow, thanks for being here. And I just want to say goodbye to the listeners and we will connect again soon. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.